and welcome, welcome to How to Handle Food-Focused Holidays. Now, I created this one specifically because I know it's the week of Thanksgiving. Everyone's getting ready for those fun dishes, those fun desserts. And if you're probably the majority of the women in this world, you're trying to follow some sort of diet or know that you should be eating a little better. And this week can give you some sort of anxiety or um, maybe just wondering how you should approach holidays. And this can go for holidays, different events such as birthdays, tailgate parties. I know right now it's football season. So many people are out at Grizz games um, and that kind of thing. So I wanted to go over just little tips on how to stay focused during this holiday season. And one of the biggest ways that you can do this is remembering your why. So I just want you to think about not just your why when it comes to your goals, but the why of the holiday or the why of the event. Why are you here? Thanksgiving isn't really about eating all the food. It's not about um, anything but being grateful for the food that we do get to enjoy, the family that we're surrounding by, and just the life that we're able to live. So take this day to feel the gratitude in what we have, not the food that we get to eat. Yes, the food that we get to eat, but not devouring plates of food, seconds, thirds, fourths, just to feel so uncomfortably full. And usually that does include the after guilt party and everything like that. So um, just remember, remember the why. And for Christmas, you know, it's not about that fancy dinner or the Christmas cookies, although I do love a good cookie, um, but rather celebrating Jesus, celebrating his birthday and your family's traditions, or maybe you're trying to create new traditions for your own family. And that is so much more important than fearing food, fearing the family gatherings because of the food that may be there. Um, so if we remove the emphasis on food and celebrate the actual holiday with a different mindset, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable and you don't have to continue repeating the patterns year after year of over and overindulging and then that guilt aftermath. So leading up to the event, most of the time we have Thanksgiving or Christmas dinners, for example, in the evening, late afternoon. So how I like to have my clients approach this is do everything you should like it was any other day. I want you to get up and do your morning routine. I want you to do your workout if you are scheduled for a workout. If it is a rest day, I want you to rest. I am so not a fan of coaches or things you read online to say that you need to earn your food. So you have to go do all these crazy workouts. That is so not my mentality. I don't believe in that because you shouldn't have to feel like you have to work to eat. It is a, a human need and it just develops a really unhealthy relationship with food that I don't want my clients to go through. And I don't want anyone that ever watches this video to go through. Um, prioritize things that you would usually prioritize. And like it was any other day, like I said, whether that's your hydration goals, your step goal, anything like that. If you can create this day as you would in any other day, you're going to be very successful in it. Um, hydration is another big one that we want to make sure that we're on, on top of. And also knowing that if you eat foods that you don't usually eat, you know, such as these events, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and those kind of things, you may see a little more fluctuation on the scale than usual. And that's nothing to get worried about. You don't need to go over and change all your protocols or anything like that. It could be just added sodium in it. Maybe your body's not used to a certain food and there's a little extra inflammation that's in the body that's causing the scale to creep up a little bit. So don't get fixated on the scale either leading up to the event, the event or the days to come after. Um, now I'm just going to go over three different ways to handle your holiday event. So, um, you can kind of, I, I, when I was creating this, I went 
and thought more of Thanksgiving and Christmas, but this really does go into, like I said, tailgates, birthdays, weddings, even vacations. So option number one that you have when you approach an event for the holidays, or like I said, any other time of the year is to count your macros if you are macro tracking like you would any other day. So this may require extra planning and prep before you um, dive into the cranberry bowl or the dessert tray but extremely achievable with willpower. It just takes that extra planning. There's nothing wrong with doing this. And if anyone wants to put you down for maybe even bringing your own food to dinner, they're missing the point of this holiday as well. It's not about the food that we're eating. It's about being around family. And I hate to say it, but almost shame on them for making you feel like you're not welcomed if you don't eat what everyone eats. You are on your own journey. You need to do what you need to do to meet your goals and to prioritize yourself and your efforts. Um, you know, some people might have a hard time and give you a hard time with it, but that's more of a reflection on them. So just make sure that you're doing your own thing and doing what you need to do if you choose this option. Now, option number two is more of my personal favorite, but like I said, there's three different options. You get the choice to choose. Um, option number two is kind of the best of both worlds when we approach these special events with just a more mindful eating approach. So if you are someone that tracks macros, you know, majority of the time, but you just want to be able to enjoy dinner with your family, not worry about tracking, not worrying about hitting all your numbers. We're going to revert back to what we talked about in the beginning, which was prioritizing the rest of your day, eating as you normally would, making sure you're getting a high protein breakfast, making sure you're getting your daily snacks, eat your high protein lunch, eat your afternoon snack, and then go to dinner and just be very mindful. So what, what does mindful even mean? Right? So what I like to help my clients learn is first fill your plates with fruits and veggies, your lean meats, making sure you get protein in, and then leave a small portion of your plate for those foods that you don't get to eat very often. So this could be like your great grandma's sweet potato casserole or a piece of your favorite dessert that you don't get very often. Um, but filling your plate with good for you foods and then leaving a little bit is going to help keep that balance. So you're not um, totally going overboard with all of these super unhealthy, sugary, fattening foods, but instead prioritizing foods that you know are good for you, good for your body. It has the vitamins, it has the minerals, it has the protein in them, you know, the more healthy carbs. And then allow yourself those fun foods that you don't get very often because it is special. You know, it, I always say, you know, if, if food's made with love, it's it's the best kind of food. And things like your great grandma's sweet potato casserole, you know, you're not going to get that forever. So there's nothing wrong with enjoying that on this day, unless you choose option one and that's totally fine too. But whatever you choose to eat, just have a small portion of it, enjoy it and move on with your day. Um, I don't think you necessarily need to go back for seconds unless you truly are hungry and that's totally fine. And then just be mindful again about what you're putting on your plate. The third option, now this one I kind of had some fun with. So I say it was uh, option number three is say, I won't say the word, but say F it and have a free for all. So this is one that I'd tell you to steer clear from because um, you just should and probably should try to avoid it at all costs. But I know we've probably all have been there at one time or another, or maybe recently, I'm not sure. But it feels good in the moment. You get a good buzz on the holiday wine or those festive cocktails. And then you finish the night shoving holiday cookies in your mouth or maybe, you know, snacking on foods the entire time while everyone else is kind of talking around you and you get locked into just mindless eating. And the thing with that is, is to think about how you feel the next morning when you start, you know, you wake up, you're laying in bed, your stomach probably hurts. You're like, oh, I don't feel good. And then you think back like, 
wow, I ate a lot of food mindlessly and there's nothing wrong with eating. I don't want you to think that eating's a bad thing, but if you're sitting and just mindlessly eating, mindlessly snacking, or, you know, maybe you've had this issue too, where, you know, at first it's mindless snacking, but then you catch yourself doing it. And then in your head, you're like, well, I already messed up today. So I might as well just go for it and eat whatever. Right. Like I've personally been there. I don't know if anyone else has. So I want you to keep that in mind. If that does happen and you find yourself in option number three, even though you plan to do number one or two is to stop yourself, remove yourself from wherever they're having the food and just take a little time out for yourself and say, okay, Sierra, you don't need to do this. You're going to feel like crap tomorrow. Go get some water. Make sure you have a drink in your hand at all times is another thing that I always help recommend people to do. Um, that way you're obviously staying hydrated, but it's something in your hand instead of just constantly wanting to fill it with food. Um, so that's the thing is think about how you're going to feel in the morning. Think about what your long-term goals are. Don't self-sabotage your hard work and long-term goals for the short-term fun and satisfaction that one night of eating gets you or overindulging, I should say. Um, it's really just about spending time with your family, enjoying the holiday for what it is. Like I said, why are you here? Why are you at this party? What is the purpose of the party? And usually it's really not about the food. However, in today's society and culture, it's become such a big part of it. And yes, it is a big part, a big piece of it, but it's not the real reason why we're here on these holidays. So I hope this was helpful to everyone. Um, if you have any questions or something specific comes to mind after you watch this video and you want to reach out to me, you can always DM me on Facebook or Instagram, or my email is Sierra at evolvewithsierra.com. All right, guys, I will leave you to it. I hope everybody has an extremely amazing great Thanksgiving and these three options on how to navigate, how to handle these food focused holidays was helpful. We'll chat soon.